You're listening to Under the Sun Podcast. Get ready for interviews with guests that are experts and enthusiasts in all kinds of fields and topics where we discuss a little bit of everything. Everything? Everything. What about everything? You heard it, folks. Nothing is off limits. If it's under the sun, we're talking about it. And now, the dawn of discourse, the connoisseur of conversation, the chief of chit-chat, your host, Evan Dixon. Hello, my beautiful, sexy friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Before we start it, I want to say that I'm very excited to announce that I have an official name for the podcast. It is going to be called Under the Sun Podcasts, and I decided this name because, you know what? If there is a topic, if there's something happening under the sun, I'm going to be talking about it. So, yeah, there's no more, like, patent pending, like, welcome back to the podcast. We are officially, we officially have a name, and I'm so excited. So, anyway, talking with me today is my very good friend, Elijah Layer, who is a photographer enthusiast and many other things. And today, we're going to be breaking down the the theatrical cut of Justice League, and the Snyder cut of Justice League. Fucking great. There's a lot to get into. Hello, Elijah. How are you? Good, good. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Um, super excited to be here. Super excited to talk about this. How are you? Dude, I'm fucking good. And before we get into everything, before the podcast, you said you were on the Westward, like the, like, kind of like a Denver Post thing, right? Yes, sir. So I take pictures for a band called Projects Osea. Uh, they're a local band here in Denver. Um, I actually worked with them for a little while at uh, Silvermine. Um, I've worked there, you know, ever since high school and everything. And, uh, you know, they've come up as a local band and everything. And they've been hiring me as a photographer and... Uh, you know, they got a nice, uh, nice little, uh, article with the Westward and, uh, interview and everything. We got a little, uh, electric, um, or online, um, picture and interview article, and then also, um, a newspaper published as well. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. I literally feel so bad because I, I didn't even know you were a photographer. So, like, <laughs> like has that always been a passion for you? Or, like, is this something yeah, you just yeah. got into? Or? Yeah, so ever since I've been, like, probably eight years old, um, I think I got a camera around, yeah, around eight years old. And I was just taking pictures of, like, clocks and um, just getting random angles of stuff and no shit you know and trying to get the the different aspects of you know how how you see things and yeah you know not just taking a picture of the clock normally or just getting a normal landscape like i wanted to try to get a um like a tree branch in the in in the view there or something like that and that's always what I've tried to do is try to make it a little more artistic. Dude, that's awesome. Dude, that's great. Like, I feel like that's mainly the objective of a photographer. And I feel like a lot of people take that for granted. 
The objective of a photographer, which most people may not know or may know, is that they take pictures that like some people may not see in the real world. So they they capture this one moment and they make you see it a different perspective in life, you know? And I just see I just feel people don't see that these days, you know? I think photography is like a profession that people take for granted, you know? Like it's it's not an easy thing to get into either. Like I took a photography class in high school and, you know, trying to figure out how to work a camera with like the aperture and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's a hard thing to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just feel like a lot of people take it for granted, you know, especially with social media where you see pictures of, you know, this and that. And people are like, Oh, you know what? Like that's just a picture. And I, I feel like people get lost in the aspect of actual photographers that try to make it a profession and take a picture of something beautiful and challenge the viewer to see it as a different way, you know? Mm. Yeah, and that's kind of been something that I've been, you know, struggling with is because, like, you know, a lot of my buddies, they'll just get into portraits and stuff like yeah. that and they just blow up on Instagram and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but my whole passion has been, like, trying to get just like you said, those things that you don't see normally, you know what I mean? And... Do, I know exactly what you mean. And I've been this person that struggled to see like the true nature of art just because I've been, I mean, from the moment, like I was five years old, I've always been a jock, you know? And I was, I hate to say, it, but I was that typical shallow jock where I was like, oh, art's dumb and like pictures are dumb. And that's you know? how I was. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, ever since I was three, I was doing t-ball, soccer. And then yeah. ever since then, I was doing football up until high school. And then right. that's when I started getting into the arts and stuff like that. Exactly. And, and when I started, school. yeah, in high, high school was the same for me. I started taking art classes and like, you know, photography mm. classes and you you kind of get this perspective where it's, dude, it's hard to be a fucking artist, nonetheless a fucking photographer. Mm -hmm. Like, the way I used to see it, like, some people, like, most famous artists just draw something and you don't get it at all. Yeah. It's literally just, like, it seems like scribblings to you, you know? Yeah. But when you break it down deep, like, it has, like, a deeper meaning. Like, it has themes. It has things that, like, perceived to society, you know? Mm -hmm. Like... I didn't realize how deep art and photography goes until you really look at it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, even, you know, like the paintings back here that Emily painted all those behind me. Oh, she did? And, yeah. Oh, bro, that's lit. And, you know, um, for all the viewers, Emily's my uh, girlfriend. We're looking at the paintings behind us. And, yeah, I've been telling her, you know, she should start selling those. I mean, she's she got, should. like, ten outside. Um that are all on nice canvases like oh, no that shit. and everything. And, and yeah, you know, just like you said, I think it's something that, you know, it's something to share with the world. Yeah, exactly. And I honestly, yeah, I do feel like Emily should <coughs> tap into that potential and try selling those. Cause I'm guys, I'm looking at the pictures right now. They're fucking awesome. And you can definitely tell they have a deeper meaning than what you just see on the surface, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's that's why I envy, you know, photographers and artists because 
it may seem like a blob of work, which is what I would create, but it wouldn't have any meaning. But they find a way to make it like a way deeper meaning, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's Picasso or I, you know, DeVoe or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, you look at it and you think it's just a just a scribble or whatever, but it just goes so much deeper, you know? Exactly. And if and if you can achieve that, that's how you fucking know. Like you have a grip on society and you're just you have that intellectual like being to you know be able to create such a fantastic mm-hmm. work of art you know yeah and i love <laughs> the difference between um <coughs> photography and videography because i've been struggling a little a little bit um so i'm studying photojournalism mm-hmm. because Initially, I was just going to go into photography, but that would have to be an art degree. Mm-hmm. And that would kind of um, keep me to uh, like freelance and stuff like that. Yeah. So w- with going with uh, um, the, the journalism, the photojournalism degree, I'm able to, you know, go with the Denver Post or with the NBA. Yeah, with like Westward and all these different things. Exactly. And then, you know, I've been doing these music videos lately and I've been loving doing this little like storytelling and all that. And I've always, I mean, my my grandpa, he lives in this small little town in uh, Illinois. It's called uh, Mount Vernon, Illinois. It's probably got like 6,000 people. Oh, no kidding. And no kidding he has more dvds than the population of <laughs> no people shit that live there bro that's awesome so he's probably got about uh, i wouldn't say dvds he's got about six thousand dvds and then the rest are like vhs and you know vcr and dude that's that. fucking awesome man. yeah dude you never see that anymore just because everything's so digital exactly. now, you know yeah but it's insane i mean you know he he ordered a whole 90-inch TV from Japan before those were, like, you know, coming out on the market right, and right, everything. Yeah. And he's got this whole closet. He's, like, a woodworker and everything. And it's got these sliding, um, like, doors. So, yeah. uh, you know, you can. it's got, like, three different layers that you can go back and forth to the DVDs and the VHS yeah, and yeah. they're all alphabetized and everything. And it's probably, you know, eight feet deep <coughs> and then, you know, three or four feet wide. But right. He made those extensions. So bro, that's just, dude, that's lit. Yeah. You know what I admire is directors, regardless oh, yeah. if it's like a music video or a movie. And mm-hmm. we'll get into like the movie later when we get to the Snyder cut and all that. But I envy them because oh yeah. Dude, literally like I have these dreams where I'm a director and like I'm this famous person where I like you know, bring this like story to that literally is conceived of my imagination. And I bring it to a movie screen. Like dude, that is that would literally be the best like dream of my life to do something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I envy people that do it because it's not an easy thing to do. Exactly. Especially, like, I'm not saying there's a distinction between music videos and directing movies, but I feel like it'd be a lot harder to direct a music video just because, dude, it's three and a half minutes. Uh-huh. You gotta tell an entire story in three and a half minutes, like. 
I guess you got to give some credit to like the artist mm-hmm. because they already have the story told, but it's harder to bring that to a music video and bring it to life, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just envy people that direct music videos because it's three and a half minutes of an entire like movie per se. Exactly. Like it's literally like two hours brought into one, like three and a half minutes of a single song. Exactly. And I just dude, it's literally a work of art, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've, I've really been trying to get into more of... Because a lot of my buddies that I've been um, shooting for, they're like hip-hop artists and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but like the band, I brought up Project Socia, who, you know, got me the Westward. Right, and right. And everything. Um, you know, shout out to them. Uh, they're much more you know, story-oriented, and, um, you know, I can I can show you one of the, the videos we did, but we right. shot it at the Great Sand Dunes, and it's this whole kind of journey of... Oh, bro. Um, Dude, that sounds so... Weird. Like, kind of getting rid of music, and then bringing it back, and then... Yeah. It's kind of like a little, like, core scene type of, you know. No kidding. Yeah, it's this whole, like, kind of journey of, like, you know, cinematography and everything. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, when you have, like, that Dune aspect and you're literally, you go to the special place to create, like, that story for the music video, that's awesome. It's... You know what sucks for me is that I'm just not that, like, genre, like, oriented, which sucks to say, like, I'm not that into EDM, and I'm not, Mm -hmm. like, I like some, but, and I'm also not into rap or, like, pop, like, okay, I kind of am, but not a lot is the average person, you know? What kind of is weird about me is that I'm really into country music, Uh which is, like, you can, like, some of it's really good, right? Yeah. But... Like, a lot of it, and I hate to say this because I, like, you know, I I get into it and I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. It's literally just about, like, you know, drinking beer and, like, tailgates and, like, you mm-hmm. know, breakups and, like, girlfriends yeah. and stuff. Like, I feel like rap, especially, and but I'm I talking mean, about, like, NMM and stuff. Like, dude, they have deep-hearted, like, soul music. Like, yeah. dude, their music comes from their heart, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying country isn't like that because it can be, but most of it's literally just about, like, drinking beer and like girls and tailgates you know like yeah it kind of just has this shallow like you know mood to it yeah and it's just weird because like i get into it with and you know i read this article like a couple years ago and it and it says like whatever your parents listen to while you're like you know in the womb or whatever that's what you're most likely gonna like which I kind of want to believe, like, I don't know if that's true, because it's not, they didn't have any proof, that was just, like, a theory, right? And, I don't know, I kind of believe that theory, just because, like, dude, both my parents love country, and that's all they listen to, and I'm not saying that's all I listen to, I listen to probably, like, I want to say 50% country, and then the other 50s, like, pop, rap, EDM, rock music, 90s rock, and, like, you know, all, all the other genres. But, yeah, like, half of my music genre is just country. Which, again, I like, but it's just weird because it just, it doesn't have any meaning to it, you know? Like, dude, Eminem and other people that I can't name because I don't listen to them, they get fucking deep into their music, man. Like, dude, rap and, like, literally, like, what's his name? Uh, Ice Cube or whatever. Like, dude, like, you know, fuck the police and, like, you know, 
what's that called? A Compton or whatever. Like, dude, that's some deep fucking shit, you know? And I just, it sucks because like my brain just isn't wired to like, like that music, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, uh, I, I think I got two points on that. So, um, going off, you know, the whole womb thing, mm-hmm. I think I definitely agree with that to a, a certain... Uh, to a certain degree. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Because, um, I mean, even my mom, like, she was eating spicy food constantly when she was pregnant because she wanted me to like spicy food. <laughs> and... Up, That's in, great. up until I was about 12 years old, like, I couldn't have black pepper. Oh, Like, no, I shit. thought it was too spicy, and now I'm like, give it to me. Like, <laughs> you know, make my, yeah, make yeah. my asshole burn. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and um, even in the womb, like, and when I was coming out, like, we would listen to, do you know who the Fugees are? I don't. So, yeah, they're an old, old school, uh, you know, like, even before Ice Cube and all them. Oh, no, sure. Um, yeah, so the Fugees are like, a, you know, one of the old, like, you know. Yeah. Up, up there hip-hop groups, for sure, and, uh. Yeah, exactly. She was playing that all the time, and, you know, uh, um, one of the, the group members her name's lauren hill she's a she's a singer she would play her all the time like mary j blige i know Um, her yeah Yeah. so lauren hill's kind of in that same area so she was part of the fugees and she also raps oh gotcha yeah are you aware like the goo goo dolls and like Nora jones yeah yeah so like my job right now which is dude i I don't know who came up with this idea, but, like, and, well, they're rich, but they, like, deserve so much money. Like, I don't know who delivered, like, who invented, like, third-party uh, food delivery jobs, but, like, so that's what I'm doing. I'm door dashing right now. Yeah. And, like, dude, it doesn't pay bad money. It pays, like... No, yeah, I've yeah, done it, that before. Yeah, yeah dude, minimum, like, you're getting 15 an hour. Exactly. Maximum, you're getting, like, 25. Yeah. Which is good. The problem is, is that you're an independent contractor and then when it's not consistent it isn't consistent because you have to like you know pay taxes back at the end of the day like you don't get taxes back you have to pay them because exactly because doordash doesn't and i think this is unless you stay under a certain amount no yeah so when i did uber eats like i made sure to stay under like mm -hmm. i made sure i only made like 400 bucks that year yeah through uber eats (laughs) No, and yeah, I it's... tried to be smart about it. You might want to do this. So I did like Uber Eats, DoorDash, and like Postmates or whatever. Right. And you know, I made like 400 bucks on mm-hmm. each. Yeah, exactly. So which you... is like 1200 bucks, like total or something. Exactly. Yeah. And then, but through each company, you know, most of the time, if you make over 400 then you got to start paying those taxes. No, well, yeah, it's a, it's like a very bare minimum. Like, it's like you yeah. said, 400, 600 bucks, right? And, dude, I'm well past that. Like, I've made, like, I think I've made, like, 6,000 with DoorDash. Yeah. I started Uber Eats, and luckily I'm still under that, like, 400 buck mark. But, like, yeah, I definitely have to pay taxes. 
Yeah. Which sucks because like most people get their taxes back at the exactly. end. Exactly. But since and you're an you independent gotta contractor, fucking, you, you got to owe them. Yeah, you got to, mm-hmm. yeah, you, which I've been saving up, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah. But like going back to what I said, dude, that is the. But still, like, that all, is the, yeah, all that, that is the money you saved. You got to fucking, you know, at least some of it. You yeah, give exactly. It back. Which sucks. And, you know, that's going like to back to my whole point. Like, are you really making 15 to 25 an hour? Like, yeah, yeah you are. But when you involve taxes, like it's a completely different story. Right. Yeah. But going back to the main point, like, dude, that is the best fucking college job you can get. Like you, you make your own hours mm. and you're making decent money. You're not making minimum wage. You're not making bad money. Like you're literally getting paid to get in your car, fucking drive around, yeah. listen to music and podcasts and stuff, you know? And, dude, it's literally a great job. And what, one of the things that I've gotten out of it is, one, listening to podcasts. Like, I listen to so many podcasts. Like, Happy, Sad, and Confused. That's a good one. I listen to Joe Rogan, which I'm sure everyone does, you know? Like, uh, I think he has the most popular podcast. Um, if you do, um, you know, want to... Because, uh, you know, I've been kind of like you were saying earlier. Like, you've had your head in the sand kind of politically yeah you know what i mean a great podcast to kind of educate yourself is called the hill Mm -hmm. and it's um i forget which side each of them are on but it's it's one like um indian man i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. and then it's one like uh white American. Yeah, woman. it's probably like Ben Shapiro or something. It, it's kind of like that, but both of them are complete opposite. Mm-hmm. And I love their show because they'll go over these topics and everything, no but kidding. then you know, she's complete left and he's complete right. Right, You yeah. know what I mean? And then they have these discussions, but you know, at the end of the day, like, they're like, yes, I still love you. Like, <laughs> right? you know, like, I don't want to fucking stab you in the neck. <laughs> yeah, dude, I might, but I also might not just cause like, I don't think I said this, but like, I'm just not interested in politics. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's, my brain's not wired that way and I just don't give a shit. But I feel like I should at least get involved a little bit just because, like... And that's my thing is, like, getting older. I feel yeah. like you should be at least a little bit educated on that. A little bit, you yeah. And, I mean? dude, I'm where... the farthest thing from that, man. You know, Because I literally been... go through far lengths to just fucking bury my head in the sand. Yeah. Like, I see, like... Dude, I swear to God, the only way I'm updated by politics is through Instagram memes and, like, TikToks <laughs> and this and that. Yeah. Which is so sad, but, like, I just, I don't give a shit. But mm-hmm. I feel like, a little bit, it's part of my obligation to at least be updated on certain things. Exactly. But I don't want to be that expert in politics, because, like, what am I going to do with that information, first of all? Exactly. Besides, like, get in a fight with some fucking exactly. liberal bullshit guy or some fucking right-winged, you know... Whatever the fuck it exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Know, yeah dude. No, I totally feel that. You know, all I'm, all I'm coming from is, you know, I feel like it's good to be... Educated, um, right? Even if it's just a little bit. Yeah, on, exactly. Like, you know what's happening this year, blah, blah, blah. Cause you know, for a while there, like I was, you know, kind of like you and then, yeah, you know, not to put you down at all, you know, no dude, like, dude, I literally accept it. Like I'm literally a moron when it comes to politics. I don't give a shit, 
But I do have this urging, like, you know, urge to, like, at least be updated on it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be, I don't even want to be in the middle ground where I somewhat know things and I somewhat don't. I don't even want to be that guy. Yeah. I just want to be, like, that guy where I'm updated on what's kind of happening exactly. with, like, you know, each, you know, branch or something exactly. or, like, Trump or Biden or whatever. Exactly. And yeah. I can actually give you a really good source for that, um... Here, if you want to talk just for a sec, I can pull it up. Um, oh, heck yeah. And yeah, and we can pause now, right? For sure, yeah. If you want. Dude, this is so cool. Like, Mac, MacBooks and shit. Yeah, dude. So, it's a website that covers, like, each left-wing and right-wing person, and it kind of, like... Yeah, it's called know. it's called Ground News. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, I'll definitely look that up. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, like... I kind of feel like a lot of people ask me, like, well, Evan, are you... Most people know I'm Republican, but, like, a lot of people who don't know me a lot ask me, right? Like, are you Republican or liberal? And I'm like... I I literally answer this. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm entitled to even have a side because I am so fucking oblivious to fucking politics. Like, I mean, I know, like, it's, you know, it's a free country. You can do what you want, but I seriously don't feel like I should have a say... If I'm a liberal or a Republican, because that's how fucking oblivious I am to politics. Well, and I feel like another thing, too, you know, um, is that, like, so many parents just push that shit on kids, you know, is it's like you need to be either liberal or Republican or blah, 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 and you don't even get to make your choice. You know what? You know what I mean? I, I thought that was so bad at first, but compared to today, I don't even feel like that's bad. Because some people, or parents per se, are forcing, you know, religion or sexuality or gender for that matter on their fucking kids. Yeah. Like, I see these things on Snapchat where, like, my baby's gay and I'm like, dude. So? Yeah, and I'm like, dude, let your fucking kid decide that for themselves. Don't yeah. tell them they're gay. Or, like, they're raising them with no gender, which I, like, dude, you're entitled to whatever you want, but, like, gender is a thing, you know? Yeah. Like, there's yeah, two I'm, genders. Yeah, and... exactly. And I'm just saying, like, raising them with no gender is just something I don't agree with. Just because, like, dude, like, kids are curious. Like, they see, always I, ask why, right? See, I think raising them with no gender, um, I don't know. I'm kind of iffy about that. Because it's like, um, you know, I kind of see the point of where, like, yes, let them make their decision yeah. and everything, you know, but it's like, if they come out with a, you know, penis or a vagina, they're that gender. They're clearly that, right? But then, yeah. after after that fact, you know what I mean? At, when they make that decision, I think that, you know, that's their decision. Yeah, for, you know, I... I think about this, like, at the end of the day, and I feel like most parents should do this, but if you want to raise your kid to be, you know, straight or this gender or that gender, even if they're not, like, go for it. But I feel like at the end of the day, most parents should just abide by this. Like, dude, let a kid be a fucking kid. Like, don't force them on all these, like, things, because then they're going to, like, overthink it or they're going to, like, end up a different way than they were naturally going to, you know? Exactly. I mean, like, when I was, like... I think I was about 12, and my dad helped me set up a Facebook just to, like, you know, get connected with my friends yeah. and everything. But 
when we get down to the political status, he's like, you're Republican. And I'm like, I don't Says even, fucking who? And I'm like, I don't even know what politics... I'm 12. I don't <coughs> yeah. even know what that means. Yeah, dude, like, Republican? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. You know, and that's what I'm saying about, like, pushing that shit, you know, on yeah, kids. Yeah, dude, literally, like, when you're 12, kids are worrying about, like, what they're gonna fucking eat. It's like, well, when can I get my next Jolly Rancher? Like, yeah, dude, and they're wondering if Dora's gonna fucking catch Swiper <laughs> and, like, all this shit. They're exactly. not fucking worrying about Republicans and no. Democrats. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I just... Just raise a kid to be a fucking kid. Don't raise them to be gay if they're straight. Or raise them to be straight if just they're gay. Just let them, let them be who yeah, they dude. are. Dude, kids, <laughs> That's it. kids are so fucking cool. They're the most wondrous, like, beings on the fucking oh, planet. Oh, yeah. Dude, if you... If, and it's if, like just... Yeah, that's my whole philosophy is let them be. Yeah, dude. Kids literally ask why it fucking rains. Why does the sun come up? Yeah. It's a, <laughs> not if the earth is flat, but they do ask those questions. Like, <laughs> like why, why, why does it snow? Like, why exactly. do we have four seasons? Dude, literally the greatest fucking, like, catchphrase a kid can have is, why, mom? Yeah. Why, dad, you know? Exactly. And, like, you do have to have answer for some of those, like, mom, am I a guy or a girl? And there's clearly an answer for that, you know? Yeah. Which is why, like, I just don't feel like you should raise your kid to, like, not be genderless. Exactly. Yeah. And that's my thing is, like, raising them to... I feel like raising them to be genderless is almost forcing something exactly. as well. Like, it's like let them let them decide that. Exactly. You know what I mean? yeah, it's like dude. if they want to decide they're non-binary, you know. Yeah, or exactly. Whatever, like, you know, if they're non-gender, then that's their decision. Yeah, dude. They could, for instance, be a guy, but they are trapped in a girl's body. Like, dude, yeah. dude some people are wired that way. Let them figure that out for themselves. Yeah, though. not the parents. Yeah, dude. I don't fucking get that. Like, dude, kids are so naturally curious. And when you're sitting at a dinner table or a kid asks, at, like, we're playing with them at the park, mom, am I a guy or a girl? And they mm -hmm. clearly have a distinction. Like, I feel like you were obligated to tell them that, you know? Like, I'm not saying there's not, like, you know, non-binary and oh, different yeah. genders. There's plenty of that shit. Oh, yeah. But, like, when a kid is naturally curious, you can't fucking lie to them, you no, know? No, not at all. Yeah, like, dude, if they're a guy, like, you gotta be like, Evan, or, you know, whatever your kid is. You have a penis. Or it doesn't have to be about them. Like, again, they can literally be at a park. And they're asked, like, hey, mom, daddy, is... Like, it could literally be a guy that looks like a guy or a girl, you know? And you mm -hmm. don't know. And, like, so... What is that, you know? <clears throat> like, if they clearly... Ha if it's clear a guy or a girl, like, what are you going to say? Like, they're going to be like, well, they're just a person. Which you can say that, but, like, I just feel like, dude, gender's not going anywhere. That's something you can't cancel, you yeah. know? Like, <clears throat> that's just something that's going to be around forever, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's just something we can't run away from. Like, yeah, there's non-binary, and there's so many different genders. I'm absolutely on board with that. But there is such thing as gender, you There's know? There's two genders. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of went off on tangent there. But yeah, no, long story yeah. short, like, there is gender, you know? Yeah. Like, it's been there since, you know, the beginning of time. It's going to be there till the end of time, you know? Yeah. Unless, and it's like, okay to identify as... It's absolutely okay. Yeah. You can identify as transgender even if you're not. You can identify as a guy. Yeah. Even if you're a girl. Like, whatever dude, the fuck yeah. it is, I'm cool with it. Dude, like, literally, if it makes you happy, fucking do yes. it. Like... 
If people say otherwise, fuck them. Yeah. Who gives a shit, man? Like, suck my ass. Yeah, I'm dude. Head down to, I'm yeah, a... dude. If you're gay or bisexual or trans yeah. or non-binary and people fucking, like, judge you for that, they do not belong in your, in your life, man. Yeah. You know? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like... Dude, it's so funny. I've been trying to have this guy on... I had him on, like, my third episode of the podcast, you know? Dude, the guy's literally, like, he's a fucking youngin', but he's he's got so much going for him. He's literally a part of Speech and Debate Club. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I, I'm trying to have him on just because, like, cancel culture. There's just so much on that right mm-hmm. now, you know? Dude, I can't wait to have him on. <clears throat> it's really hard, though, you know? Like, he's literally one of those guys that's like, ah, I might be busy, I might not be, Yeah. You know? But, dude, literally when I have him on, like... <clears throat> We're gonna like go toe to toe on cancel culture. And <laughs> how do you? How do you know if he's for it or against it? Which gotcha. is so funny because you know he's literally like a part of speech and debate club. You know? uh-huh. And I just I don't even know his views, man. He's literally like that mystery man. So, <clears throat> dude, I can't wait to have him on and like just talking about all these things that are being canceled. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually pretty interesting. I mean. Um... At least the one thing I got educated on was the Dr. Seuss. Um, oh, dude, I'm educated on, like, so all that cancel culture no, shit. No, so my mom's a librarian of almost 30 years now. Oh, no shit. And I guess the publisher of Dr. Seuss has been trying to get some of those books out of, you know, his regimen for a couple for a while now no yeah i i wouldn't doubt that and i don't want to get into it too much no yeah because i want to save it for that guy but i don't mind getting into it a little bit now like kind of like you know breaking that surface of the iceberg yeah but like yeah dude even dr seuss because i did some research even dr seuss himself kind of wanted some of those books canceled because like you know like I mean, the dude, dude he, was he had in that 1904. Mindset. He like, was born in 1904. Like, dude, everyone was a little racist. And you know what? At least he had the fucking audacity to realize that. Exactly. He, 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 I'm pretty sure the six books that got canceled, I like. I read this article where he actually wanted those canceled for a while. Yeah. And, dude, everyone's going crazy. And, like, yeah, again, I don't want to get into it too much. But, like, dude, has anyone even read those six books that Dr. Seuss's books are getting canceled because i haven't read any of those six books i'm just gonna let you know <laughs> really no nah, dude i only read, oh and I, see and see that's completely different for me because you know like i said my mom's been a librarian yeah, exact, for 30 years nah, so dude, yeah i read green fish blue fish red fish and green eggs and ham and all that shit no yeah you know, i read constantly. green eggs and ham and horton here's a who and like you know the christmas one mm-hmm. and like green eggs and ham and this and that but i never read like if we bought a zoo or whatever the fuck it's called and the other five books that got canceled. Yeah. But like, I at least did my research as opposed to the other people were like, Oh my God, this is the biggest fucking tragedy I in America. Know. Yeah. Dr. Seuss is getting canceled and they don't even fucking know why, but yeah, you know, that's what, and it's like, he has 200 other titles. He yeah. He, he has like 200 other titles. That yeah. Dude, people dude, can buy. Dude, you're not even like using like an exaggerate like you're not even using metaphor like he actually does have like almost other 200 fucking titles man and you know this is what sucks about the pandemic like i haven't i haven't said this yet but it's so fucking true 
People are literally stuck in their homes. They're so bored. They have nothing to do besides just fucking complain about shit. Exactly. And, you know, it's usually... And it's people that are complaining about Dr. Seuss literally have nothing else in their life besides fucking complain about it. Well, and see, it's it's been hard for me because, like, I've... Ever since we've been in the pandemic, I've been working and going to school. I haven't had a day off. Oh, dude, I bet. You it's know a what fucking I mean? grind, and it's yeah. like... Like, I haven't been sitting at home and everything, and I completely, you know, sympathize with everybody that has been stuck at home, but, right, you know, I haven't experienced that to where, you know, I've been just oh, God, dude. I totally get constantly. that. Yeah, I was definitely like that for the first couple of months. Well, no, not the first couple. I was actually in school the first couple of months. So I wasn't like that where I was just bored and I had nothing to do. But when summer came around, like, and we were still kind of in lockdown, you know, I kind of became that person. Like, I, I had a job. I was door dashing and stuff. But, I mean, there were definitely times where I was just like, this fucking sucks. I'm just bored. But I was never that guy that, like, just complained about dumb shit that I didn't even agree with just because, like, I had something to complain about, you know? Yeah, dude. It's... Dude, living in 2021 is just kind of hard like, <laughs> yeah. for everyone, you know? Well, hey, let's talk about this fucking awesome movie we watched. Dude, let's fucking get into it. I am so... It, how long... Dude, we've already been talking for 30 fucking <laughs> seven minutes. That's fucking lit, man. But, dude, yeah. So, our main... For our viewers, we... And I said this at the beginning of the podcast. We are going to review, like, the theatrical cut of Justice League. And then we were going to review Zack Snyder's Justice League that just fucking came out today. It was so fucking good. Oh. Yeah. Dad noises. Yeah, dude. Okay, so before we get into the good stuff, if it's okay, I'd love to get into you with a theatrical cut first. Is that right? Um, I got two words. Let's hear it. Fucking awful. Fucking awful, right? Like, for people that are listening, I texted, like, this guy. I texted Elijah, and I asked him to watch the theatrical cut, and he hasn't watched it before, which I'm not surprised, because, guys, it's fucking awful. It's terrible, and I actually did a review on the Justice League, if you guys want to go listen to that. Oh, no, I've watched it about four times now. Oh, dude, it's fucking awful, Yeah, I think when you texted me to watch it, that was, like, the fifth time. And about, you know, after about the second time, I would just skip to, like, the the action scenes, pretty much. No, yeah, dude. You know, back when I first saw it in theaters, it came out November 17th, 2017. I'll never forget the day, because I was so excited for it, you know? Yeah, Emily and and I I went and saw it. Yeah, dude, and I was, like, 17, 18 at the time, and... You know, I I, I kind of consider myself like a mediocre film critic now. Like, I know a lot about uh, films, and I love to critique them. And that's actually something I want to do on this podcast later on. Like, I want to, like, watch a film and, like, you know, break it down and critique it with people, you know? But that's a conversation for another time. But, dude, back then, I was nothing like that. I literally thought, like, most movies were good. Like, oh, my God, this is such a good movie, you yeah. know? But even then, like when I back then when I first saw the movie and I got out of the theater, I was like, dude, this movie fucking blows. It's yeah. terrible. And so what I'd like to do with you is break down like the Justice League. 
like the theatrical cut, like what we liked about it, what we hate about it, and then give it a rate, and then move on to Snyder Cut. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. All right. I want to talk about the theatrical cut right now. So, dude, yeah, back to what I said, like, I just did not, even, I got out of the theater, and I'm like, dude, that fucking movie was terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, about, I, I don't know if you watch these guys at all, but they're called the, uh, Corridor Crew, they're on YouTube, uh-huh. another shout out, um, they critique visual effects. Oh, no shit. And, you know, they'll do Marvel movies. I mean, they've even done some little stuff to where they'll they'll take some Marvel scenes and make them, like, rated R to where, um, you know, they take a, uh, they take a scene of the Winter Soldier and when... He's throwing him against the wall. He his head splatters and yeah, all, you yeah. Know. They kind of make the visual effects better and everything. And ever since I've been watching them, um, you know, I've been watching them for a couple years and everything. And when we saw that, uh, you know, of course I was excited and everything. But you know, after watching it that second time after coming out of the theater, I was just like. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, the, the visual effects, the writing, uh, the, the screenplay, I mean, the direction, I mean, just how the movie goes in general is just exactly awful. So if, to break it down, let's break down the bad things first, if you didn't already mention them, but like, what are, scratch that, let's talk about the good things, because there are very little things to talk <laughs> Are there good things you liked about the theatrical cut? Yeah, so I did like I did like um the flash scenes that they had. Um I really think they emphasized, you know, cuz the flash maybe had 10 minutes of screen time right. in the theatrical cut. Right. So, you know, I really feel like they emphasized, you know, when he was using his powers and everything in the theatrical cut and you know they used that kind of ominous score for yeah when he was yeah. going it was like oh you know kind of like a chorus type thing yeah and um i think besides that uh you know really all, all i could bring up was um wonder woman's scene was pretty good you know, um, deflecting the bullets and everything in the theatrical version mm-hmm. and, um, you know, taking on that whole bank robbery and everything. And then, um, the last one would be, you know, going up against Superman. I think they did a, you know, a decent job of putting that together, of, you know, all, you know, Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, right. and Aquaman trying to take on superman but you know like i was saying when we were watching the snyder cut i just hate that little that little scene where henry cavill just turns his eyes back and he's watching flash yeah yeah for real i absolutely agree and i'm 
I'm definitely gonna fucking tear this film apart because it's just fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. But dude, I dude, this fucking film, like, not even the theatrical, but the Snyder Cut is a whole fucking journey, man. Like, I have never seen more controversy behind a movie oh, until yeah. like, you know, Star Wars, like, The Rise of Skywalker. Remember how much fucking oh, yeah. controversy that got? Mm -hmm. Dude, I thought that was a lot of controversy. And then, you know, this the fucking... comes out. Yeah, the fucking Snyder Cut, dude. Like, it literally has, like... Dude, not even, like... Obviously, it has DC fans, like, you know, getting their dicks hard. Yeah. You know? But it's not even that. It's literally the entire world. It's oh, Marvel it's fans. Everybody. It's, like, it's not, like, comic yeah. book. It is the biggest fucking controversial movie, like, oh, probably... Yeah. Of this decade and probably of last decade, right? So, dude, there's so much story behind this film. So, for people that don't know, like, Zack Snyder was the original director of this film, right? Mm -hmm. And then a tragedy happened that his daughter, Autumn, unfortunately committed suicide, which yeah. just fucking sucks. Which is, by the way, we'll get into it later, which is what makes the Snyder Cut way more powerful, exactly. you know? Exactly. And we'll, we'll definitely get into that later. But for right now, like, there was that tragedy and... He didn't finish filming, like, the film. Like, he kind of got halfway, kind of, you know? Yeah. And but, then yeah, kind of cut out. Yeah, dude. He had to step away because, you know, his daughter committed it, suicide, um, which my prayers go out to Zack Snyder's exactly. family. Because, dude, like, I mean... I hope everybody Yeah, does. dude, like, yeah. I'm not going to name names, but, like, there are certain family members in my family that are suicidal, and I've definitely, mm -hmm. like, dealt with that firsthand, you know? Yeah. So I absolutely feel for them, and my prayers go out to them. Yeah, same here. And I am so glad they got this film made. Like, I didn't think it was going to happen. But he had to step away before, in May of 2017, the the release for it was November, like, 2017, right? Yeah. So he had to step away. So Josh Whedon, the guy who directed the first Avengers and the second Avengers, yep. by the way, he stepped in to finish the film. With the Russo brothers, who just uh, put out Cherry if you haven't watched. Which That's is, on Apple Plus with Tom Holland, right? Which is an amazing film. Oh, it's a film? I thought it was a show. Oh, oh my goodness. If if you haven't, like, heard or experienced or, you know, anything PTSD-wise, mm -hmm. watch it. Oh, dude, I... I mean, it is... I mean, I, I'm probably going to say I'm not going to just because I don't have the money to... I don't have Apple, like, for TV sure. or whatever. It's five bucks a month. Dude, that's definitely not bad, but I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, like... No, yeah, I'm, for sure. I'm already, like, but giving when, my money to all these other cheap, No, yeah. Like, when you can. Oh, I dude, mean, most... It looks good, if, man. if they don't win an award for that, I mean, you know... Oh, dude. I'm gonna throw a fit. Dude, but, I, I literally talked about this my second episode of my podcast, which was really good. It was about controversies and stuff. But we also talked about streaming services. Like, dude, there's so many fucking streaming services that it literally, like, racks up your monthly bill and might as well be cable. Exactly. And I literally, I went, the girl I had on, I literally talked to her, like, why even have, like, streaming services anymore? Like, remember that was a big thing, like, 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. But now, like, there's so many. It's like, you might as well just pay for cable. Like, it's... You gotta choose either one or two. Because, like, Emily and I will do, um... We'll do, like, Hulu Live, um, and then that also includes HBO Max, so that's how we got the Zack Snyder cut tonight. Oh, hell yeah. And then we pay for Apple. Dude, yeah, and I literally talked about that, like, 
Dude, there's so many, like, there's probably two dozen fucking streaming services. Like, Paramount mm. Plus is coming out, yeah. or it's already out, and there's, you know, Apple Plus and Samsung yeah. Plus and all this, right? All that shit. Like, yeah, dude, like, it literally, your your bill could possibly be 150 bucks a month just for fucking streaming services, yeah. you know? And it sucks because most of them at least have one show that you really want to watch, but you're like, ah, I don't want to pay the money for it, right? Mm -hmm. But, like... I mean, I'll go back to my original point with the yeah, exactly. you know, theatrical cut, but dude, I feel like HBO Max and is probably the best fucking streaming service to have. You Having literally those premieres. Dude, yeah, dude, you literally get movies that are coming out like in theaters, like at your like like dude, we didn't have to go to a theater to watch the fucking Snyder Cut tonight. Exactly. We got to watch it. Like, dude, it like HBO Max like sixteen bucks a month. Absolutely fucking worth it. It's yeah. probably the most like expensive like streaming service you can get, but it's so fucking worth it yeah like if i had to recommend anyone like to my HBO viewers max. hbo fucking max yeah. and then maybe netflix just because they have like so much shit that you're bound to find something that you like mm. you know okay back to my original <laughs> thought with like the justice league yeah so josh whedon like the guy that directed avengers one and two Came to finish the justice league right mm -hmm. dude most people were very excited about that just because like at the time, DC had a terrible reputation for just having this dark tone and, like, you know, zero emotion in their film, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, and I was wrong on that. The Russo brothers did Infinity War. They didn't do anything with Josh Whedon. Oh, yeah, probably not. I, yeah, because yeah. they did both the Guardians, and then they did Infinity War, and then the rest of the Avengers they worked on. Yeah, dude, and there was so much controversy behind that, like, DC, like, loyal DC fans like me were like, dude, like, a, a, a different guy's coming in with a completely different vision, like, this movie's gonna suck, and it's gonna have, like, two different visions. Oh, and see, this is good, because I'm a way bigger Marvel fan than a DC fan. Oh, dude, I, I wish I was, but I just... Going back to, like, my brain being wired, I just, I find DC characters more interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, I'll give Marvel their fucking credit. Like, and they make way better fucking movies than DC well, by see, fucking that's far. that's the funny thing, is because when I was young, the only comics I read were DC comics. Oh, no shit. Yeah, but until I started getting older and everything, like, I would buy, like, the, you know, uh, you can get the electronic, you know, on your phone comic type shit so i was when i was getting older that's when i started really reading the marvel comics and shit no shit yeah dude i've only read like probably half a dozen comics in my life like, oh really i literally i literally call myself a comic I book fan but i've never like lantern comics no shit mm -hmm. oh, i was obsessed with the dude i i literally bet those are so good like dude the green lantern series and any lantern series because there's more than one there's the red there's the blue like there's so many different lanterns like dude that's literally like the best fucking characters in dc so <laughs> we gotta get through this theatrical so i can talk about the oh fucking, my god yeah dude because <laughs> i don't want to spoil it spoil what the lanterns from the snyder cut <laughs> right yeah, okay, so back to theatrical. So DC fans like me were just really concerned just because, like, I mean, dude, Josh Whedon, like, if you've seen Avengers 1 and 2, like, they have this happy tone, right? Yeah. And, like, we all knew what, D like, Zack Snyder was going for in his theatrical cut, and we were just concerned that the two directors were going to just have completely two different films crammed into one, Oh, right? yeah. Which is kind of weird 
because it might have been nice, honestly. Yeah, you dude. know what I mean? Like, well, well that would have. Well, dude, honestly, that's where cool I want to give the theatrical cut credit. Like, I hate to say it, but it kind of does feel like, despite there's two directors for the theatrical cut, it kind of feels like there is one director. Like, mm-hmm. you can kind of see there is one vision. Like, it wasn't executed in like at all. It was yeah. fucking terrible. But they, you can kind of see they did have one vision. It's the problem is you can't tell if it's Zach's or Josh's, you know? Yeah. Which is just a problem. But it does feel like one director directed the theatrical version. It was executed terrible again. But like, <laughs> and then other film, and then other fans like you know Marvel and other fans were like, oh my god, Josh Whedon's gonna like clean up the DC universe. Like he's gonna make this like really lighthearted and funny and shit, you know? Yeah. And then it ends up being a disaster, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, let's get into what I fucking hate about this, or what I liked about this film. I know there's it, not a lot of I things do want, I like. Yeah, I do want to add on that point just before you get to that. It, yeah. yeah, it was so disappointing, you know. Seeing, it's fucking terrible. Seeing man. Josh Whedon, you know, and all the hype, being like, "Yeah, he's gonna create this," you know, whole DC ECU and everything. Did and, you hear about the racist and sexual assault uh-huh. he had? Yeah, dude. yeah. So Ray Fisher, the actor that plays Cyborg, like yeah. apparently there was a lot of racist assaults on him. And then a lot of sexual assaults, not on the Justice League film, but the other ones that he did that I, I can't even name because I haven't seen And them. he was really thankful for Snyder for all the um, scenes that he brought Ray Fisher in for. Right? Regarding yeah, dude, everything like, dude, you're I, talking about. Dude, like... I, I think I can speak for everyone and, like, most people, but I think, dude, Josh Whedon's in the shitter, and I honestly don't think he's gonna get... No. I don't feel, I don't feel like he has a career after this. No. He really doesn't. You have racist allegations and sexual soul allegations yeah. or whatever. Like, dude, And a terrible film. Yeah, <laughs> dude, and a fucking terrible film. Yeah, man. Okay, but what I did like about this movie is I liked the theme of Scare scene where, you know... Steppenwolf arrives, he gets out of that spherical, like, box yeah. in Themyscira, and then he's chasing the box with the Themyscira daughters crashing. on the horse. Dude, that was a great scene. Yeah. That was a good one. I also liked um, when Superman gets resurrected, and, you know, the League is fighting him, and Flash is trying to, like, you know, yeah, like counter I said, Superman. Yeah, like I said... Them, the League versus Superman and the Flash were like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scenes. I feel like that was executed good. Like, yeah. it, it shows how powerful Flash is. It, At the mm-hmm. same time, it shows how powerful Superman is, yeah. you know? And, you know, I, I thought that was not executed the best, but it's executed pretty good, yeah. you know? And we really never got any other, you know, showing of the other... <clears throat> Nothing. Uh, heroes. Yeah, literally nothing. And we'll get into that when we talk about the yeah. bad things we hate. But one thing I like, the only other thing I did like about this is Ezra Miller cast as the Flash. Oh, yeah. He literally carries the theatrical version. Oh, and yeah. you can argue he carries the fucking Snyder Cut version. Mm-hmm. The, but the dude, comedy and yeah, dude, oh, and yeah. dude, I was literally so scared because like I think we talked about this before the podcast. Like, I mean, we all saw the CW version of the Flash with like yeah. Grant Gustin, whatever the fuck his name is, who plays yeah. the Flash. Dude, he's fucking great, and oh, the Flash amazing. is a great show. Yes, and you know, when the theatrical version came out, I was like, bro, I really can't picture anyone else as the Flash. So, like, dude, I know I wanted him so bad, but Ezra Miller is perfect. He's fucking perfect. He's, like, this witty, like, 
dumb like high school like character which is what the flash should be and he's kind of he's kind of like he's not a he's not like a he's not a leader he's kind of a follower with batman and wonder which is what like some of the league should be like you know exactly like yeah dude ezra miller like single-handedly carried the theatrical version oh yeah yeah definitely yeah that's like the only thing i liked okay let's get into the fucking shitty things about the theatrical (laughs) there's so many bro it's fucking terrible. Okay. So, let's talk about the CGI. Oh, Dude, Steppenwolf Lord. looks oh, fucking awful. The visual effects with the fight with Steppenwolf and all this just look terrible. Even the parademons. The last 45 minutes, just... It's whoever fucking did the awful, VF, man. VFX is... Like, I mean, I'm sure the people that are listening know, like, Steppenwolf in the theatrical version and the one the Snyder Cut. Like, it's literally such a huge difference. Snyder, like... The theatrical version of Steppenwolf literally looks like a fucking, like, dirty diaper that's literally, like... It literally looks like an old woman or something. See, he reminded me of, like, uh... I don't know if you've seen a horned turtle. I haven't. So, a horned turtle, like, out of its shell. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because, you know, he's got that kind of, like, weird, like, slimy, like, wrinkly look and shit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he literally just looks so awful. And, you know, to go back to, like, this whole premise of the film. Like, you can tell Warner Brothers was just trying to get a movie out. Oh, they're like, we just need to make some fucking money. Yeah, they literally are trying to make money, and they're just trying to catch up to Marvel. Because Marvel was, like, in Phase 2 and Phase 3 at the time. Oh, they they fucking passed Avatar. Yeah, dude. And I think I can speak for everyone when I say, dude, you just should have at least included half of the Snyder Cut scenes in the theatrical version. Yeah. And you would have made a lot more money. Exactly. But fucking... This is what I hate about Warner Brothers. And I, I speak for all of fucking Warner Brothers and DC fans. Like, dude, they're all about making money, which fucking sucks. Yeah. Which is kind of like, you know, the Star Wars trilogy. Like... You know, they kind of did good, but they also, like, flopped, you know? Mm-hmm. Because they didn't have a plan. They don't have a fucking plan, man. They're just, like, dishing out movies trying to make money, and exactly. they don't, like, take their time with it, and it t- and it just fucking sucks at the end, you hey, know? Hey, I mean, I'd even argue that about fucking Marvel, too. I mean, there's been some fucking... There's I mean, been terrible have you seen Marvel films. But... Uh, Iron Man Dark World? Good lord. That is... What is that? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's probably I the know worst. Thor the Dark World, but I don't know like Iron Man the Dark World. Or Thor the yeah. Thor oh, the, okay. That's what I'm about to say. Yeah, dude. Uh, dude, probably one of the worst Marvel dude, movies terrible. ever. But um, like, you gotta admit, like Marvel just has majority of good movies. But yeah, like, dude, Iron Man. They do. Iron Man three's fucking dumb. Like, I know. Thor two's like, dumb. He's fighting this dude that has like lava hands and. Yeah, dude. Like, what the fuck? Okay, I mean, so. you know, they definitely got their fair share of fuck ups, but it's you know, it's nothing compared to what dc has put out for sure yeah dude and that's just what sucks and that's kind of what led to this whole problem with justice league like everyone was concerned like oh zack snyder's gonna make this dark film and it's gonna suck and like dude like i love zack snyder but i will say he's kind of made some dark films that are not good like i like batman v superman but it's not the best you know yeah. it, it, dude if you watch the director's cut it's actually like good 
It's yeah. not really good. It's just good. It's, it's better average, than right? just like what we yeah, reviewed dude. tonight. You know, yeah, it's better dude, than literally, the original. Yeah, literally the theatrical version of Batman v Superman is fucking awful. Yeah. I fucking hate it, and it's terrible. It's and, so dude, long. Yeah, that's literally and... what led to this whole thing. Like, you know, everyone's concerned. Like, you know, DC's just going to be this, you know, non-humor, dark, like, you know, universe, you know? I just disagree. That's not a bad thing if you have a dark film. Like, the Zack Snyder cut was fucking dark, and it was good, you know? And not even then. Like, I was going to bring that up. Like, I don't even know why he made it rated R. I mean, they said... I think, what, there was one F word? There might have been two, which is why you have to make it rated R. Uh, okay. if there, there might I'm pretty sure there's two, but was don't there call me. Two? Yeah, I and, think there is. We, I, I don't fucking... And we could look it up, you know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Cyborg um, said one, and then, like, someone else said one. I, I don't know. I yeah, because be I only caught the Cyborg one. Oh, yeah, I think Batman said it to Joker at the that's end. That's right. Yeah, 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 that's right. There was two. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, besides that, I mean, it wasn't... It was just more action. Yeah, I mean, for real. There, I mean, there was barely any blood. Like, have you seen Logan? Yeah, dude, that's fucking brutal. Or how about fucking Deadpool, man? <laughs> fucking f word this and fucking blood that. You but know, I it's mean, you know, even that. Logan, he's like, you know, yeah, carving people up and shit. Yeah, exactly. And, and I he's just, like, oh, fuck you, dude. I really wish. Warner Brothers would just part from DC because Warner Brothers yeah. is literally in the driver's seat and they control everything, which just well, fucking you gotta sucks. Think they ninety percent of what they control is like you know cartoons and these like yeah. kid shows and you yeah, know, and family, it ends up just flip flopping like, because they have too much control film, and family films and you know it's yeah, like, dude. I want to see a good superhero movie. Exactly, you want to know why like most DC films is suck because fucking Warner Brothers doesn't let the directors have their fucking yep. turn at the wheel. They always control this like, oh, this is too dark. We gotta reshoot. Like, I'm mainly talking about Suicide Squad. Like, dude, Suicide Squad had this tone and it could have been good. We don't. We won't. We probably won't fucking know. So have you? Have you seen the trailers for the new one? I have seen the new trailers for. I'm very excited you, okay. for the new one. I'm so fucking That's excited what I was for the new ask. one. So, going off what you were saying, you know, because you know you were kind of saying they fuck Suicide Suicide Squad. They definitely did, but I'm talking you know, about the 2016 think, one, not the one that's no, coming out. No, this year. I know you think the same shit's gonna happen. Oh no, I I do. I definitely feel they're still owned by Warner Brothers. There's definitely a chance. I, I don't don't get me wrong. There's definitely a chance, but one you got James Gunn, who's the director That's of true. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and obviously those two films did good. So I I don't know. I just feel like there's too much like spontaneous characters there for it to like flip flop too bad. Like I'm not saying it it can be bad. I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's on the side. It's probably going to be good. Oh, so did the Russo brothers just do the two Avengers and then Infinity War? Oh, fuck, dude. You know, Let me I see. Yeah, look that up. Um, I know they definitely did the two Infinity Wars, but, dude, they've done way more in the Marvel Universe. I just don't know which ones. Yeah. They did Captain America's Civil War. I know that. Okay. I just, th yeah, they've done a lot of Marvel films. I just, I don't know which ones. Let's see. So they've, they've done, been... they've done Endgame. They've done Infinity War, of course, right. Extraction. Yeah. 
Civil War, Twenty One Bridges, Bridges yeah, so and then Winter, the Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that adds up. Are we still going? Yeah. So okay. it was just gun for the galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. He did the second one, didn't he, or no? No, he did both of them. No, yeah, he did both. But for did some them. reason, I thought the Russo brothers were on the Guardians for some reason. They do, like, just because they're not directors doesn't mean they're not producers. That's like, true. I'm, like, dude, you and viewers, I'm talking to viewers too, like, dude, go, like, look at any Marvel viewer or any Marvel movie. Like, they'll we'll see so many names. Yeah, dude. Like, dude, usually the Russos are in every one, regardless if they're a director or a producer or an executive producer. Like, they're usually in almost yeah. every, like, film title, you know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back to fucking Justice League. Are we getting yeah, back? Chicken? Are we going to the Snyder Cut now? I want to talk about just a couple more things with For the theatrical sure. cut. We we still on the negative? Yeah, dude, I am on the negative because there's right. so much fucking. There thing. is so much negative. So here's the problem with the theatrical cut, like, and everyone can, everyone oblivious can see this. There's no fucking character development. I'll tell you what I fucking hate mm -hmm. about the theatrical version is that they're mainly focusing on Bruce's like guilt from Batman v Superman. Yep. And they're focusing on that character development <clears throat> while they're also focusing on Wonder Woman's character development with getting over Steve Trevor, because. For people that don't know, Wonder Woman came out in 2016, and then the theatrical version for Justice League came out in 2017. And the story revolves around Bruce getting over, you know, Batman v Superman, and Wonder Woman getting over Steve Trevor and that whole thing. The whole movie focuses on that, which I fucking hate, because, dude, they literally got their own movies. And I'm not saying you can't, like, build on their character with that, but they literally spend the entire movie, de like, character developing Bruce... And Bruce Wayne, Batman, or Wonder Woman, the entire film, which just doesn't fucking make sense because they already That's had their own films, point. you know? Yeah. Like, dude, you have three characters to introduce in this film. Like, you, like Cyborg, Aquaman, and Flash don't have their movies yet. Exactly. So, you, you, like, it would make sense to develop their characters, right? Which they fucking don't. Well, not, you know, <coughs> I think it would be a. Uh, <coughs> good thing to do is. You know, kind of like the MCU did, is or even what they're doing now is, you know, um, kind of develop those characters a little bit, and then no, yeah, do I literally then, you know like, you know, they they did make a movie for Aquaman, but it's like you know if you're not it's gonna, right after Justice exactly, but it's like you know if you're not gonna make a movie for your, the Flash and Cyborg, it's like. Then give give us some shit in Justice League so we can figure out who their characters are and yeah exactly how man. they came to be and you know yeah exactly and dude if you guys want to listen to like my full review on the Justice League like I I made a full review of it and I I dive in deeper to everything so you guys can go watch that but a couple more things like I also hated Steppenwolf like not because of his CGI like his CGI was terrible right. Yeah. But, dude, he failed to see why he was a villain. Like, in the theatrical yeah. version, I struggle to see why he's a fucking villain. He's this old bad person from Apocalypse, and, you know? They pretty much just left it open-ended. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, he's it literally... Was, it was like... So, you know, what they did, it was, it was like... It was almost like they took Thanos and... They just dropped him down in the Amazons, and they're like, I'm going to destroy your world. Yeah. 
and you know after that he's the bad guy yeah literally in the theatrical version he's this guy who wants to destroy the world we don't even know why he has no motive yeah he has he he's literally the worst villain ever and it's it just sucks because it's a this movie is supposed to be about a team that comes together to defeat this villain that they can't defeat alone you know and that's me getting to my next point and my final point. Then we'll get in the Snyder Cut. Because I really fucking want to get into that movie. But, like, dude, Superman is one, the fucking whitest... He's a fucking white bread in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he has fucking cheesy fucking lines. Yep. And that's all he serves. Like, he has... That's it, and then he punches, like, twice and... Exactly, which is... people. Exactly, which is a final point I want to get to. Dude, Superman's way overpowered. In Justice League, like, I struggle to see why this team had to come together to defeat Steppenwolf. Like, the way jo- the way Josh Whedon directed this film, it looked like Superman just could have defeated him with yeah, one arm tied like, behind his just back. You resurrect know? Superman and you're good. Yeah, <laughs> for real. It just, it's fucking dumb because they're like, oh, we need to come together to defeat Steppenwolf. And one, we don't even know why. And two, he doesn't even seem that over, he doesn't even seem power at all. Yeah. And three, it just seems like Superman could just could have defeated him with, you know, two arms tied behind his back. Oh, shit, might be. Okay. Holy shit, we're fucking an hour and eight minutes in. And, dude, we're finally getting to the fucking Snyder Cup. Let's yes. fucking get into it, bro. Let's fucking go. Dude, like, I, first I want to say, like, I didn't even think we were going to get a Snyder Cut. Like, I don't even know for people that know, but, like... We didn't even think there was a Snyder Cut. Like, it didn't yeah. even exist, right? And then, like... It's just gone. Yeah, like, a year or two after... I, it was either one or two years after the theatrical cut came out where Zack Snyder confirmed there was a Snyder Cut, right? Mm-hmm. And, dude, I honestly didn't think we were going to get it for another 10 years. Yeah. Dude, I thought, like, 10 years down the road when the DCEU was in shambles and we all did reboots. Like, exactly. And, He's going to release it. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and we're like, thank God. Yeah, dude. Like, you know, I hate to say it, but the DCEU is kind of in shambles. It know? is. Like, dude, everyone's doing reboots and like there's oh, yeah. there's literally no continuous storyline, you know? You excited for Black Adam? I'm so... F- dude, the fucking rock? Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, I honestly thought when 10 years down the road, when, you know, the DCU wasn't even existing, like, we kind of gave up on that. Zack Snyder was going to be gracious and release a Snyder Cut, right? Mm. Dude, we literally got a fucking Christmas present. We got it, like, dude, not even four years later. It's been three and a half years. (laughs) So And guys, like, I go watch it. It's fucking great. Please watch it. I'm not saying it's the best thing ever, but, like, Dude, watch the theatrical cut and then watch the Snyder cut because yeah. it's way fucking better. Yeah, please watch the normal Justice League and then, you know, uh, take a day off work. You know, it's a whole thing. Dude, it is a whole thing. Like, yeah, you guys need to take a day off work because it's literally four hours long, which is so cool. Which is, that's that's what also makes the, the Snyder cut cool. Like, Dude, I've never watched a movie over three hours besides, like, Avatar, you know? Mm-hmm. So the fact that this, like, almost breaks Guinness World Records is so cool. And, dude, literally from start to finish, it's so great. Like, yes. it's literally a completely different film. From from the, retro, from the research I did, like, I guess, like, the theatrical cut was, like, 25% Zack Snyder and then 75% Josh Whedon, right? Okay. Dude, I didn't believe that because from what I read before, like, any of this controversy started is that, like, 
Zack Snyder finished filming, but then like Zach or then Josh Whedon just came in to finish it up, right? Editing so, and everything. Yeah, I literally thought the theatrical cut was mostly Zack Snyder, but like Josh Whedon tossed he in. He came in and yeah, chopped it up. Dude, completely wrong. It's yeah. a completely different film, guys. Like it's so great. It's yeah, really broken could, up into nine parts. I, I could see that. So I could, you know, I could definitely see to where you know, Snyder comes in and he's like, you know, hey, this is blah 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 and you know um, you know, he had it all done and yeah. whatever happened and then, you know, Josh Whedon comes in, he's like, you know, this is how, because, I mean, that's how theatrical cuts happen, is, you know, Hollywood comes in and they're like, this, you know, cut it like this, and this shit's gonna make some money. Exactly. And, and you know what? What I also didn't like about the theatrical cut, and this is what I also don't like about Warner Brothers in DC. Like, dude, everyone knows that Batman's just a fucking moneymaker, right? Yeah. He's arguably the most popular and best, like, you know, I mean, how many movies hero. has he fucking had? How many like, actors total? have there been for Batman? Let's like, see, dude, let's let's, let's talk see. about that. There's let's only, see, let's look this shit up. I right think now. there's at least ten actors that have played Batman, and I'm not even talking animated. I'm talking live action. There's been Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson. All these people have played the you know the Cape Crusader, the greatest detective ever. Exactly. Yeah, fucking okay, Adam so West. Number one, we got Lewis G. Wilson. So he played. Let's see. What are you looking at? These are the Batmans. Yeah, like. So we got Lewis G. Wilson. I don't know who that is. Robert Lowry. Yeah, these I, are I don't know. the 40s. Like, Batman's been around since the fucking. Adam West. Like, yeah, everyone knows who Adam West is. And then Michael Keaton. That's four. Val Kilmer, of course, which is five. George Clooney, which was an abomination. Oh, good lord. Yes. Christian Bale, which is probably the best. Okay. Will Arnett in the Lego Batman, but I'm not counting that. Ben Affleck. And then Robert Patterson. There's literally ten actors that have played the Cape Crusader, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is what I hate about Warner Brothers, is that they're all about making money. And dude, what's the best way to do that? Make a fucking Batman film. Like it's like if you want to make money, just fucking let Christian or Christopher Nolan direct like six Batman films. Like, yeah, dude, for real. And you know, honestly, I'm everyone knows I'm a big Superman fan, but I just I don't want that many films anymore. Like I I want a Man of Steel sequel, you know? Yes, but but I'm it's t- like make it like how it was the first one. Exactly, to where it's this dude. Awesome. I mean. Cinematog, you know, I, I, they filmed a lot of it in like Iowa and shit like that, almost <laughs> near where my family lives and stuff. And, you know, just the the score. I mean, you know, they even used like a lot of the score in the Snyder cut and everything. Yeah, exactly. And that's just what I hate about Warner Brothers is that they take Batman and Superman and instead of making it. Like a quality film, they just make it a money maker. Yeah, like, that's what I hate about it. They're just trying to milk out money. I see you know? where you're going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I hate about the theatrical cut is that they just try to make it a Batman film, which is what I kind of also hate about Batman v Superman. It was mainly just a Batman film with Superman and like all their characters thrown into it. But you know what? It's fine. But 
Justice League, I can't, I, I can't give him a pass for it because it's yeah. literally just Batman and Wonder Woman thrown with Justice League in it, you know? But no, dude, this movie is about fucking Cyborg and everyone else. Like, dude. Exactly. And, dude, we literally talked about this before the podcast. Like, Batman didn't even throw in his costume until halfway through the I film. I know. That's so fucking cool. I know. Yeah, and going back to our main point, like, what I like about the Schneider Cut, so much more character development. Oh, yeah, we get... You know, um, what it, what did it start out with? Mainly, like, you know, Wonder Woman yeah. finding the, the everlasting flame. Yeah, dude, and yeah. Then, yeah, it starts out with Wonder Woman finding these crooks and her being all badass, you know? Yeah. And I don't mean to harp on Wonder Woman than... 1984, but she was, like, kind of this cookie-cutter character, yeah. you know? And literally, like, guys, if you watch the Snyder Cut, it was just saving dude, the Yeah, dude, Wonder Woman lasso. is restored to this badass character where she's deflecting bullets and she's punching heroes that, like, or punching villains that go through the fucking wall. And splatter blood. and Yeah, dude. Yeah. That Dude, that's also why I'm so glad we got the Snyder Cut. Like, he's not afraid to show his gore, you know? Exactly. There's literally blood everywhere and F-words everywhere. It's so much fun, guys. Like, yeah. dude, the character... It's a four-hour movie, and the fucking character development is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's perfect. Like, there's definitely problems with it, but it's way more than we got in the theatrical cut. Like, dude, like, besides Flash, dude, Aquaman and Cyborg got no character development. Yeah. Which is just so weird, because... Zack Snyder said the movie is, like, supposed to be, like, kind of an origin story for, you know, Cyborg, you know? And we never got that until now, dude. And dude I do, I do want to add, I wish we got a little more of the Cyborg. Flash. I wish we got a little more Cyborg and a little more of the Flash, because those are the two we haven't gotten movies of. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, you know, we... Yes, we did get to see a lot of them compared to the, the theatrical. Um, but, you know, even the scene where Barry Allen's with his dad and everything, you know, it would have been cool if, you know, he written some more stuff for that. Exactly. Or, you know, um, and honestly, uh, looking back on it, I, I, I think I did enjoy the cyborg's backstory. Um, I think they, I think he did definitely do a lot on that. I think really what I wanted was a little more of the Flash's backstory. Yeah, same here. And like, guys, if you haven't like realized now, fucking spoilers ahead. Huge fucking spoilers. Yeah. Like, we're literally gonna break this movie fucking apart. So if you haven't seen the movie, go see it and then come back and listen to this because we're definitely fucking yeah, breaking it. Please down. don't listen if you haven't watched. Yeah, for I don't want to be that guy that's like spoiling shit, but I didn't give you the spoiler warning, which, which is fine. But like, <laughs> but like, okay, we definitely got a lot more cyborgs backstory. Like, dude, this we got so much more, and it's so great. But I think I banked too much on getting so much backstory that, like, I kind of felt neglected from it. Yeah. Like, that's that's one flaw I'll talk about the film. Like, we got way more cyborg backstory, which I'm so happy about. I just feel like we didn't get enough 
But that could be me being biased just because I felt like it was going to be a lot more. And see, that's how I felt with The Flash. Like, right. when I was watching the trailers, I was like, oh, we're going to see how he actually, you know, like in the CW, when yeah. we see him, you know, how he turns into The Flash, where the lightning bolt strikes him yeah, and everything. Dude, you know? 1,000%. I thought we were going to see that in the Snyder Cut. Yeah, exactly. I thought we were going to get a lot more Flash. Like, guys, like, Ezra Miller still steals the show, and he's still funny and stuff. But there's definitely still, like, that shallow backstory for him. Like, we don't get an origin story, which is fine. I didn't expect one. I was expecting a little more character development, which yeah, we got. I mean, once again, it's a four-hour movie. And yeah, we got exactly. character development from, you know, what, five out of the six or seven of them? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, Ezra Miller just has, like, you know, I give it, like, a 7 or 8 out of 10 character development, which is still good, but there's still, yeah, like, they, that small part missing, you exactly, know? Exactly, yeah, like, they developed him, but then, like, after that, he just kind of carried the humor. <clears throat> right? Yeah, and here's the problem I had with Cyborg, like, he has great character development. Like, we kind of see, like, you know, the struggles he's going through with himself, being a cyborg, and then also with his dad and his family, right? Like, dude, we didn't even see his mom. Like, his mom At all. is in a lot of scenes oh, in the, the football scene. The football scene's great, oh. man. It's so good. But the only, like, this is me nitpicking because I'm such a nitpicky person with movies. But, like, remember when his dad dies and, like, we're supposed to, like, feel for cyborg exactly. and we're supposed to cry? Like, I just we don't feel... know where he's coming from. Yeah, like, like yeah, like, I was like, yeah, we both know he resents his dad, but like, I but just why there there should have been like one or two more scenes. It's like where, why like, does we... he resent exactly? His dad? Yeah. Like we know why, but there should have been like two or three more scenes where we really see why. Right? Oh, I see. what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that was the only part. Yeah, the, the only like, problem this I is with really why he resents his dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, his his dad dies and he's crying and, like, we're supposed to feel all sad and stuff, which we do, but he, Zack Snyder jet definitely could have executed that more, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but, dude, other than that, like, Cyborg is a completely different character. Like, he's this bad motherfucker who can fly and, like, you know, he's literally this guy that is struggling with himself and he's... He's probably the most relatable character in fucking Justice League. Yeah. He's literally a teenage kid who's, you know, just struggling with who he is. And, dude, how many people like R.H. struggle with who they are? Exactly. And they're not even a fucking cyborg. Exactly. They're like a human being. They're struggling with their struggling problems, with their sexuality, and all this shit. Like, yeah. yeah, dude, cyborg's like easily the most relatable character in the fucking movie. We're peeking again. Say what? We're peeking again. Peeking the what? Just keep it down a little. Oh shit! All right, sorry. No, you're good. Dude, I naturally talk about it. <laughs> <You're funny. laughs> yeah, I'll get into that to the next podcast because there's a whole story why I do. But like, okay, back to the Snyder cut. No, yeah, it'll just be you know, it'll be like. <sighs> oh yeah, yeah. Headphones and all right, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. But okay, I just loved how this movie wasn't solely based on you know Wonder Woman, you know the first movie. Yes. Like, it wasn't based off Batman, you know, being, like, too... He was kind of hooked on, like, being resentful, like, from Batman. But it wasn't this whole thing. It wasn't the whole thing, right? It wasn't this whole thing of Batman trying to bring back Superman so the Justice League could be this, 
you know, united yeah. shit. Dude, it's literally so greater. It's so great. And <coughs> all right, let's go on to Steppenwolf. Like, first of all, let's talk about the visual effects. Oh, the good obvious. Lord. Steppenwolf looks a thousand times better. Oh, he actually God. looks like a sinister villain. Yeah. Steppenwolf in the theatrical version didn't look or feel like a you know a villain at all. You know he looked he really looked like a Viking. He looked he looked you like know, an old Viking. You know what he looked like? He looked like a miniature version of the thing that um, Superman fought in Man of Steel. You know that alien, the big alien thing. Doomsday? Or no 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 that Batman vs Superman. Batman versus yeah, Superman. Yeah. He really looked like that, right? He looked like that, but with horns. Yeah, dude, he literally looks, he looked poor as shit, man. So, obviously, he looks like a more sinister villain. Mm. But here's the great thing. He also feels, and, you know, he feels like a more sinister villain. Especially with the score, because, you know, when he comes down, you got that yeah, dude. dramatic, like, string chorus going on. Yeah, dude, and... dude, I'll go back to Seven Wolf in a second. Let's fucking talk about the score, man. Oh, my God. It is fucking beautiful. So, guys, it's not the original score from the theatrical version, which I thought it was going to be. Some guy named Tyler something, like Tyler S., came in and rescored the entire thing. And guys, like, Wonder Woman's theme and everything else is so fucking good, man. Oh, it's so much better. Yeah, and, dude, like, yeah, I'll get back to Seminole in a second, but here's the thing I liked most about the film. It has heart to it. Exactly. Literally, the theatrical film has no heart to it. It's literally, you can tell they're just trying to milk money, and they're trying to catch up to the MCU and well, all that shit. Well, I mean, you know, going off the scoring point, like, I don't know if you've ever, like, the, this is a good point. Go on YouTube and look up a horror movie without music. It's so weird, right? You know what I mean? Or even an action movie without dude, a score. Dude, it's, it's literally an entirely different story. Yeah. Like, dude, the and, score makes like a third of the film. He completely changed <coughs> it with this. Like, he did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Wonder Woman scene, yeah, like she was doing the crazy blocking and shit, but... The score was incredible. It was really good. And it had like this old like Serminian theme to it. And it was so just, it was so impactful to the mm. film, you know? But yeah, like, dude, you guys can tell this just has so much heart to the film. You can tell Zack Snyder put everything into this. And to put a little backstory on it, like, so Zack Snyder got $70 million to make this film, right? You want to know how much he got paid? Zero. He did not get paid for this film. He literally did it just because, like, he loves film, you know? Well, and I love how in the beginning they say we're keeping this as a 4.3 aspect ratio for Zack Snyder's creativity. Right? Yeah, he, because yeah it's literally structured the way he wanted it to well, on the screen. As being, you know, uh, aspiring, like, filmmaker, videographer, photographer, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I I respect that because sometimes I do want to keep a certain aspect ratio. And, right. You know, can, uh, depending on what my vision is and whatnot. Exactly. And going back to, like, what we said earlier, like, Steppenwolf is a much greater villain in this film. Oh. Because he actually has a backstory, and he has, like, 
you know, a, a reason. Mo- yeah, he has a motive for like yeah. wanting to, you know, take over the planet and this and that. Like, you know, he's he's been resented by Darkseid and Desaad and Granny Goodness and all those people. And he literally feels like he needs to make it up. Like he needs to, you know, get better in the eyes of, you know, Darkseid, you know? He literally has a motive, yeah. which is just the greatest thing in this film because he literally didn't have him in theatrical. Exactly. Film, you know? Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is the bad guy. You know, he hates you because of who the fuck knows why. Yeah, dude. And then, you know, we get this Snyder cut and, it, you know, it shows, like, it, it it's almost like, um, you know, uh, we got the Russo brother movies up and I'm looking at infinity war right now and um it almost reminds me of thanos to where um he has to go to who's who's the who's the dude i i forget his name but um it's in one of the uh, one of the earlier movies before thanos even shows up yeah it's the, like nowhere land and it's like the mighty duck or whatever the exactly fuck and is, yeah. yeah and he shows up and he's like you gotta take over this world yeah. So, you know, it's kind of that same thing to yeah, where it exactly. gives that villain a purpose. Yeah, and it gives that villain that sinister vibe. Like, dude, no one ever can would compare Steppenwolf to, like, Thanos. But yeah. in the Snyder Cut, you can at least... I still feel like Thanos is a greater villain, obviously. Oh, yeah, but... Like, but you can at least kind of try purpose. to... Yeah, and... Dude, let's talk about Darkseid. Dude, Darkseid is fucking in this film, and he mm. is bad fucking ass, man. He literally, like, Ray, Ray Ray Porter is the guy that voices him. Mm-hmm. Dude, fucking sinister voice, and I love it. And he has a purpose, man. He's... See, I love, and I love that he wasn't this big bad villain throughout the film. Right? You know it was I mean? more Steppenwolf. And, yeah, he was more of the creator of the villain. Exactly, man. And it was so great. Like, this is what I wanted from the universe. Like, the League has first got to come together to fight Steppenwolf. And then they, like, you know, if DCU had, like, a Phase 2 and 3, like, in Phase 3 or 2 or whatever, they fight, like, Darkseid in Justice League 2, you know? Like, yeah. That's kind of what Zack Snyder was going for. Like, dude, exactly. if there was... They're, they're in that portal and everything, and yeah, they see ex- Darkseid at exactly. the end. Of course, spoiler, spoiler. Right? <laughs> yeah, and if there is going to be a Justice League 2, like, most likely the villain's going to be Darkseid, right? Like, that's what Zack Snyder wanted, you mm-hmm. know? And it's just so great to finally and see there's a purpose for the DCEU, you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, it's literally awesome. And what I also like about this film is that Superman has a purpose. Like, he didn't... Like, in the theatrical version, he just came back to life. And, and he's I'm just all gonna... pissed. And he's yeah, like, dude. I just gotta defeat this dude. Yeah, bam, dude. Bam, Superman bam, has a purpose. Yeah. And he's not too overpowered. He's not this white-bred character yeah. that says cheesy pickup lines, you know? Yeah. He literally has a purpose. And, dude, the League also has a purpose. Like, in the theatrical version, like, I don't see the reason why they needed to come together to defeat Steppenwolf, you know? Yeah. In the Snyder Cut, they finally have this just, purpose. Yeah, it's like in the theatrical, just wake up, Superman, and he's got it. Like Yeah, exactly. Like, they actually have a purpose. Yeah. They're working this... together, like... Yeah, you know, dude. They had it's... those super dramatic scenes with the Flash to where he's got to... 
you know, finish these different things. Yeah, exactly. And, and there's gotta do these things. Yeah, dude, like side like dude, each character has like a motive and they have a problem and they can't solve it without the other member of the group, you know? Like it's actually like a team know, effort. Yeah, it's a team <laughs> effort, man. And it's so great. And it's so awesome that like Barry mentions the speed force and there's actually mm-hmm. you know visual effects of the speed force and it's it's literally like everything that we've been wanting, you know, like Yeah, and I love the little Easter eggs that we got. Dude, like, the Easter eggs were so good. I mentioned yeah. the Peter Parker one where it's like <laughs> where Ezra Miller's like, I do web design. Yeah. And I was like, bro, that's a definite fucking uh Yeah. Andrew Garfield Andrew Peter Garfield. Peter Parker reference. Yeah. And then there was that one with the box where it was like, what was it, six it was, one, six nine or something? Yeah, some um and it's it, I, I I swear that's got to be an Easter egg for some. It does. But all right, let's talk about the end because I like the end. I just feel like it couldn't be structured way better. Yeah. So the end, like again, guys, spoilers, but like the end is the whole nightmare sequence where there's the Joker, Jared Leto's Joker, and there's Deathstroke. You know. I honestly thought that was going to be implicated way before the movie. But Same. I, but I, I under- thought that was good. Because that was in, what, part seven or eight? It was literally the last part. There was, like, nine parts, right? It was, like, part eight or nine or whatever. Yeah, part eight or nine. Um, And, yeah, we didn't... Uh, we saw Deathstroke in that same part and Joker in that same part. Yeah. Here's, like, dude, again, I love Zack Snyder, and I hate to be nitpicky about this film, but... Zack Snyder has such great films, but he just doesn't know how to stick the landing with some yeah. of his films, you know? And I hate to say this about, like, the Justice League, but I just, I like, I don't know how I feel about the ending. Like, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great, you yeah. know? Like, the whole nightmare sequence, like, it's called the nightmare because it's a dream, right? Where, exactly. Where it's Bruce Wayne's, like, nightmare where, you know, he's with Deathstroke and the Joker. Yeah, and I mean, I really thought I was going to be way more like haunting and dramatic yeah same here and this is what i also say what i don't like i don't know if this is zach snyder's doing or warner bros but dude they like market way too much of their films like oh yeah it doesn't matter if it's man of steel or batman superman just they market they put out too many trailers and too many tv spots where i mean we've seen the joker scene for the past couple months yeah dude like dude i've seen every trailer and every tv spot there is on the justice league yeah and i'm gonna tell you it's fucking huge spoilers man like they spoil some of the plot you know And, dude, that's what I absolutely envy Marvel for. Like, they don't... Like, they dude, don't spoil shit. Dude, how many trailers were there for Endgame? Like, two? Like, there was, yeah. a, there was a teaser trailer and official trailer. Yeah, and it was, like, <clears throat> Tony Stark sucking space. And people... Like, Elon Musk was about to send a rocket <laughs> Yeah, dude, it was... It was <laughs> just because it blew up on Dude, Twitter. seriously, Marvel fucking kills it with their marketing. Yeah. I, I, DC doesn't, because... Dude, how many trailers were there for this like movie alone like oh, five and there was least. like five tv spots like yeah which is fine but like here's the problem you kind of spoil the plot at that i point, mean i'm know? pretty sure warner brothers own king kong versus godzilla as well and you have oh, you seen me. how many fucking are you gonna watch that by the way yes oh fuck <laughs> i have no intention of watching that it looks like the dumbest fucking movie i've ever oh, seen i'm gonna watch it 
I might watch it to see how bad it is, but exactly. that's it. Yeah, I'll watch it to see how bad it is, and that's it. But, yeah, dude, I... Have you seen Shazam? Yes. <clears throat> dude, like, that's made by Warner Brothers, but, dude, there wasn't that much marketing, so here's my question and my main point, like... Is it a Zack Snyder thing to overmarket, or is it a Warner Brothers thing? Like, I can't tell, you know? See, I think it's a Warner Brothers thing. I do, too. Depending on the product. Facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because who knows about Shazam? Besides, like, you know, people yeah, like I just, I just know, and I remember, because it came out, like, two years ago. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, even before, like, the movie come came out you know who knows who the actual superhero shazam is yeah yeah like literally no one knew so they you didn't have I mean? any stakes involved e exactly you know? I, I i see what you're trying you to see get. where i'm going from yeah it's yeah like, yeah you know with like spider-man and all that you know bullshit it's like you know they can put like two trailers out and they're like well, they're gonna get well honestly dude i feel like people. it's kind of normal to put out two or three trailers I just feel like with Zack Snyder or, or even like Warner Bruno, Brothers, they like, put out fucking five trailers. There was yeah. all, like I'm not exaggerating. I think there was literally like four uh, or five trailers for least. a Snyder cut, which is at kind of least. a movie we've already seen, just in a different perspective. I don't know, you know? if that's just Snyder though, because like no, what, yeah, what I, other it, examples do you got like from films that? Are well, I don't because they're all Batman because they're all Zack Snyder films. Yeah. Like, dude, Man of Steel was like way over marketed, and so is Batman v Superman. Like. I'm dude. I'm just telling you. There's fucking five shows from Batman yeah. Superman. There was five different TV spots. You don't need that much over marketing. Exactly, dude. Literally, like Avengers or, Endgame up until a week ago was literally the highest grossing film oh, of yeah. all time, and what they had two. It? Avatar. Again. Yeah. So they re-released it in China. So oh, they so they got more box office. So Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So so Avatar is the reigning king again. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I thought it was They're funny. Just playing China. That's exactly what they were doing. I just, I find that's it funny how Hollywood though. works. Yeah, Literally, dude, that's how Hollywood reason, works, man. Yeah, the only reason that we get ratings in Hollywood is because of China. Yeah, dude, and who's to say like Hollywood not do the same thing with releasing Endgame again to make it the highest grossing film? Oh, yeah. Like, dude, literally Avatar and Endgame could go toe to toe like oh, for the yeah. next ten years. Yeah. You know? That's insane. Yeah, for real. I just, I know. I think, that's the only part I don't like is the over marketing. Exactly. I think, and yeah, I think my last point is, you know, I think, I don't think it's Snyder at all. You know what I mean? I think he directs it, and then Warner Brothers are like, yeah, I, hey, we got another director's cut. Like, no, yeah, I, I, I can definitely get on board with that. Just cause, like, dude, Warner Brothers just. They always screw the pooch on things, man. If, yeah. if there's ever a popular like character involved, like it doesn't have to be Batman or Superman. It could be the Looney Tunes or like you know Tom Mortal Kombat or fucking Tom and Jerry just came out. On yeah, HBO dude. Max. We just watched that the other night. Oh god, I'm sorry. I heard they got <laughs> shitty reviews. Oh yeah, it was awful. Yeah, I heard it was shitty. I didn't watch it just because like I I heard it was just fucking god awful. But yeah, they do it with all their popular characters. And going back to my main point, like, way before this, like, dude, Warner Brothers needs to get out of the fucking driver's seat, man. Because yeah. they, like, they way over market things, they way over populate things, and then people don't want to see it, you know? Yeah.
Yeah, it's man. Like, just, just make good movies and we'll come watch them. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, that's like what Marvel does. Like, yeah. they literally make good movies. They don't market them like, like they do, but they don't as much, you know? Yeah. And then it's literally it. And then people come watch it, dude. Fire Jeff. Who's Jeff? Uh, what's his face? The Joss. The Joss Brothers one. I gotta hire this dude. What dude? Hold on. John Favreau. Oh yeah, dude. He's literally the fucking god. Yeah. He directed all the Iron Man movies and he directed the Mandalorian yeah. full seasons. Yeah. Yeah, like dude, he's literally a fucking god. That's all the DC needs. Yeah, John Favreau. Dude, I really hope like the DC like has future because they just like right now in twenty twenty one, today's like March or whatever. Like, dude, the DC does not have a bright future right now. They have somewhat of one, but it's just really not that good. I really hope they, like, kind of, like, pull their head out of their asses and they figure something out. Yeah. At least if they want to fucking compete. Right? Okay. Going back to my main point, dude. Mm. So, the nightmare sequence I was talking about with Deathstroke and Joker and Batman and all that shit, right? Do you remember that in Batman Superman, there was, like, you know, the nightmare sequence? Yeah. So we just got a little bit of it. But. Well, you know what? That's kind of what sucks about the Zack Snyder film. Like that's kind of what I hate about this, just because like Zack Snyder has said and Warner Brothers has said like if Zack Snyder were to make a second Justice League, right, it would be based off that timeline, like the last the twenty. Nightmare yeah, the last twenty minutes yeah. of the film with the nightmare, where you know. Lois Lane got killed, and Superman's an evil villain, and, you know, yeah. the Joker, and Deathstroke, and Batman, and Flash, and Cyborg. They're and, all together. They're all together, right? Mm -hmm. So, that's what Zack Snyder was setting up. Like, he's setting up a second Justice League, and it just sucks, because I don't think it's gonna get made, man. There's it's not. I don't think so, but you Especially know what? Especially since this took so much fucking work to yeah, get Yeah, dude, out. it took like, four years. I, I have faith, though, just because, dude, the fan base for DC, Yeah. which is also what I'll give credit to DC about. I feel like the DC fan base is way stronger than the Marvel fan base, yeah. just because, like, I feel like if you're a Marvel fan, man, you're going to get whatever you want, exactly. but, but you're always going to want more. I just feel like... DC, you're, like, begging... Yeah, dude, you're banging, but, like, dude, it also goes back to what I said, like, at the beginning of the podcast, like, I feel like the DC characters are more interesting than the Marvel ones. Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like they have more character and, like, just way more heart. In if that, it's you done know? right. It, if it's done, which it isn't done right, which sucks, yeah. which is why Marvel is killing it right now, because they execute fucking characters that shouldn't even be executed, you know? Yeah, like a fucking WandaVision, you know? Yeah, dude, like, dude, even that was, that didn't even, like, land on its feet, but still, people fucking loved it, man. Yeah. Everyone's getting their dicks hard about it, and I didn't even think it was, like, it was good. I, I mean, it was, was alright. Yeah, dude, like, dude, I honestly feel bad for Marvel fans, just cause, like, they get what they want, but when you get what you want, you just want more and more, you know? Yeah. But also, like, dude, DC fans, I just feel like there's more there. Like, there's more 
character and heart there. Like, I just feel like they're more interesting, you know? They just need to get their shit going. Ex- that's what I'm... Dude, it's, it's fucking been eight years, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for them to get their shit going. But I do feel like it is a possible thing. Again, I don't think Justice League 2 with Zack Snyder directing will happen. Yeah. But I'm not going to rule it out, man. Like, we literally got the Zack Snyder cut just because, like, the fan base is so big, you know? Yeah. So I'm not ruling it out. I definitely feel like it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Holy holy shit, dude. We've almost been talking for two hours. Yeah. I got to go to bed. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely got to wrap this up. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're my longest podcast, though, so congrats. Hey, Good night, everybody. Oh, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Yeah, so, just in case I get famous, I like to put, like, people's Instagram out there, so, like, dude, like, introduce yourself, like, what's your Instagram, just um, put it out there, just in case. at E-L-I-J-A-H-L-A-Y-E-R, Elijah Lair. Heck yeah, guys, fucking Elijah Lair, he came on the podcast thank you for coming man and i appreciate you like breaking down the snyder cut and like talking about politics like dude it's fun right like talking about like a podcast yeah and stuff. exactly hell yeah all right guys i will fun. see you later on the next podcast love you thank you for listening to another episode of under the sun if you enjoyed today's episode subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review to help spread the word You can also follow Evan for more cool content on Instagram at evan.dixon.22. Until then, we'll see you under the sun. Peace!